Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Mindful, the Mental Health Podcast by your host, George Alonso. Today, I am going to explain your anxiety to you. Yeah, I know that sounds weird, but I believe there is an awful lot of this information going around and a lot of conditioning that we have been subjected to in regards to mental health, especially when it comes to anxiety and depression. As you might already know, I have started this podcast specializing in both depression and anxiety because I don't know if you can see it around you. I surely can. But both anxiety and depression are very, very common nowadays. We are living in an epidemic that has become a pandemic instead. Everywhere in the world, there's people suffering anxiety and or depression. And I honestly cannot accept a world like that. Especially because I have been through both of them. Ever since I was a child, I started developing depression. And a little bit later, in my teens, I started developing uh, serious anxiety. Thankfully, I was disconnected from the mental health mainstream because if I had been subjected to the same conditioning, the same mainstream mental health advice and everything, I would have really been uh, heartbroken and maybe I would still be dealing with anxiety and depression today, just as so many people. And it is so frustrating to see this because for me, it took years. It took years for me to try and get out of anxiety and depression because I didn't know how to do it. I had to start from scratch and that was both good and bad. It was good because, as I just told you, I was not subjected to the conditioning that tells you that there is nothing you can do, that you must just immediately seek help. And you might think that this is actually the worst advice to not seek for help, but wait a minute. No, I am not saying that you shouldn't ask for help, that you shouldn't look for help. Instead, I am saying that it is harmful to teach people that the only thing they can do is to look for help because there is actually an awful lot of things you can do to help yourself. And in the end, it is you who will overcome the mental illness. Whomever it is that is guiding you, that person is not doing the progress for you. You must do the progress yourself. Uh, but what I'm trying to say with all this is that I wasn't subjected to the conditioning that tells you that you can only ask for help and that maybe after an undetermined uh, period of time, maybe you can see some results and maybe those will be lasting and maybe not. And maybe you will fall back into the same old patterns of depression and anxiety. And it's like very depressing. That in itself is very depressing. If you go and do a quick internet search, you will realize that the outlook is very, very depressing and disheartening because everything that you will read about both depression and anxiety is very uh, disheartening. It, it doesn't give you much hope. Go ahead and do it yourself and you will find that what the mainstream says about both depression and anxiety is that the cause is not quite clear, 
nobody knows for sure what causes it and treatment is also very unclear you can do this you can do that and maybe you have to try your luck with this or that and a mixture of therapies and meds and see what works and if it works or not and you know it's it's, it's very sad it's like if you were to search for i don't know relief for heartburn or uh, a headache or a rash in your skin and then finding nothing how would you feel if you weren't able to find just a quick relief for that that would be pretty bad imagine how life was back then when there were no antibiotics and when medical science was not as advanced as it is today my god people died of conditions that were not really severe that today are treatable with just a couple pills i don't know some ointment or whatever well this is exactly what we are living when it comes to mental health come to think about it actually what we try and find when we find a solution for our anxiety and depression it's just that it's precisely something that will just take it away without any effort from us and it doesn't exist now wait a minute okay so you're saying there's no pill that will just take away anxiety or depression uh, yeah exactly there is no pill that has safe results that are proven and lasting so what are the alternatives it's therapy and just trying your luck with the next therapist and to see how long it will take to actually get to your true issue and then maybe it will stick maybe it will not with all this we're just left to our own devices and i realized this after i had already started my own thesis and therapy around mindfulness but not just mindfulness but transcendental mindfulness i say thankfully because by the time i became aware of what the mainstream had to say about mental health i was just completely dumbfounded i couldn't believe that such ambiguity could exist for so long and that people would be lied to once and again and that the education and conditioning that exists currently and the one that comes from authoritative sources like neuroscientists and psychiatrists and everything is just that half-assed solution of maybe some therapy try your luck and let's hope this pill is not bad for you that is really bad and really depressing so i have created this episode to give you the foundational knowledge that you need so that you can understand your anxiety and depression i know that you're eager to get more practical information on this and that's why i have created introductory courses that will help you with your anxiety first if you really want to start bringing down your levels of anxiety and to have control over it and not the other way around go to my website and you will find two introductory courses 
The first one is take 30% off your anxiety. It has the specific purpose of giving you palpable results against anxiety. How much? Well, I tried to put it in percentage. I know that sounds weird and I always laugh about the name, but come to think about it, it's pretty cool. It's not just um, manage your anxiety. I don't like that. I honestly don't like that approach because if you're managing, you're not removing. What Mindful, the mental health podcast is about and what George Alonso is about is a true, deep, lasting, permanent solution for your anxiety and depression. So take 30% of anxiety is aimed precisely at that to give you the tools so that you can start bringing your levels of anxiety down. So instead of being on edge and having 100 or 1000% anxiety and constant worry and insomnia and you know that you can have actually less of that. And the next course, Mindful Anxiety Warrior, is aimed at giving you specific strategies so that you can start controlling anxiety and not the other way around. Both are audio courses and you can find them on my website. Go to www.georgealonso.com and you will find them there. And you will also find the most powerful resource when it comes to defeating anxiety which is my one-on-one mindfulness program in which you will learn the specific techniques and lessons adapted to your own life and your own anxiety so that you can uproot anxiety completely. Go to the very core of what is causing your anxiety and removing it from your life. As opposed to common therapies and mainstream therapies, my program will help you defeat anxiety in a matter of weeks as opposed to years with mainstream therapies and that's if they work and you also have the risk of relapse of going back to anxiety and not knowing what happened my one-on-one mindfulness program is results driven and we will go making progress every call and yes you can take this from anywhere in the world. I decided to create this episode to give you foundational knowledge of your own anxiety in the hopes that you can start feeling less anxious and controlling anxiety. Now maybe you are thinking, hey, I already know what my anxiety is like and I already have experience with this so why would I listen to this episode well there is a very important reason and that is that the things you know about anxiety I am not going to say they are wrong but they are actually not helpful because the mainstream will tell you that neuroscience has the theory they have hypothesized about anxiety being caused by a genetic predisposition or they will tell you that it is a matter of a chemical imbalance in the brain at least that's as far as their theory goes because those two are just theories they haven't been proven and I don't think they will ever be proven because 
Both anxiety and depression are simply different. They are not a tangible illness and therefore the solution is also in the intangible realm. We will talk about this more in the future, but for now, you will find this information. You will find that maybe some therapies will help and, you know, it's all theories and it's all information that in the end is actually not helpful to you. It's actually not actionable. If mainstream were to tell you that anxiety is caused by a chemical imbalance, well, that's pretty cool that you found that out but what can I do as a sufferer to get rid of anxiety pills they have a proven record of both dangerous side effects and ineffectiveness so once again it is not helpful to you or maybe this therapy can do it or that one well you will find that mainstream therapies focus on managing and not on uprooting and that is also a problem because once again it doesn't become very useful once you learn how to manage what do you do when your levels of anxiety are skyrocketing and you cannot take control of them what happens when the managing gets out of hand and also as you might already imagine what happens if it was a genetic predisposition? Well, I cannot do anything about my genes. When CRISPR becomes more mainstream and I am able to identify that gene and get the uh, appropriate gene therapy to remove that gene from myself, maybe I will see. I do believe that we will soon be able to uh, perfectly edit genes and everything, but what I am saying is different. Uh, if that day comes, when that day comes, uh, I will see if that removes my anxiety. But guess what? I don't want you to get your hopes up high with anything that is not the true and permanent solution for anxiety. So in this episode, we will focus on explaining your anxiety to yourself. So the first thing you need to understand is that anxiety happens in a part of your brain that is actually completely intangible. Whenever we try and look for a tangible solution for it, we're going to hit a dead end because it simply is not tangible. You will understand as this episode goes, but it is very important for you to remember this. Anxiety is not tangible. Therefore, looking for a tangible way to treat it is futile. Anxiety, if you look at it very objectively and devoid from all conditioning and belief and so on, you will realize anxiety is, quote-unquote, nothing more than thoughts out of your control. Those thoughts will spark fear, of course, and Yes, you can have a physiological reaction that, yes, it can be linked to uh, tangible processes. But once again, it all comes from uncontrolled thought. And thought just so happens to be completely intangible. It is happening in our brains, but it is not a tangible thing. And I will tell you, 
Even if thoughts were a tangible thing, I will tell you why it would be futile to try and control them uh, in an external manner. Now, we have established that anxiety is intangible. And now we must talk about why anxiety happens. And in a nutshell, it is a product of not knowing how to handle fear. It is a product of us lacking an education when it comes to suffering, when it comes to fear. Every anxiety that can exist is linked to fear. Anxiety can be basically reduced to fear of a specific thing or event. And just as we said, it is intangible. Now, how do we connect these two? If anxiety is thoughts out of control, and it is also a product of us not knowing what to do with our fears. And this is something very important to realize. We create our own thoughts. Okay? Wrap your mind around that idea. Because we are also conditioned to believe that for no reason we have some certain thoughts will, that will drive us to anxiety and panic, but that is also not true. We create our thoughts. And I bet this is not something that they have told you about anxiety, because once again, mainstream knows very little about the truth behind anxiety and depression. We're dealing with anxiety right now. We will deal with depression in the future. But pay close attention to this. You create your thoughts. I create my thoughts. We all create our thoughts. And knowing this, knowing that thoughts are intangible and that you create your thoughts and that we don't know what to do with fear, you can see where this is going. Because let's say George Alonso, your host, came to this world not knowing and not being educated on what to do with fear. But suddenly, eventually, something comes up. Something that provokes tremendous fear comes into my awareness and I am just in full-blown panic and I really reject it so bad that it creates anticipation and it creates anxiety attacks and panic and so on. Now, I don't know it, but I have created the thoughts that led me to anxiety. And unknowingly, I have also become a part of anxiety. Why? Because whenever you're having those thoughts that lead you to anxiety, it is also you who is creating them. There is no external force and no external factor that will make you anxious, that will elicit those thoughts. Well, of course, there are influences that can make you think about something, but it is you who in the end is thinking about it. And we create chains of thoughts that go into places where we really shouldn't. I am practically sure that you have been through the what if thinking process. You know, when something you fear starts taking control of your mind. Now, I say taking control of your mind just because it is kind of explanatory. But once again, I completely reject the narrative that tells you that thoughts take control of your mind because that is not true. You actually create 
and have and handle your own thoughts. And if you don't handle them properly, if you are like me and you found yourself in full-blown panic attacks with your mind out of control, you know that it is because we didn't receive the proper education. And this is something that is very amazing to think about. We do not think right. Our thinking processes are simply incorrect. They are wrong. Because somehow we learned in life that whenever we had a bad thought and a fear, it was okay to start engaging in the what-if thinking. Now you tell me what happens with that. Because what was simply something like, okay, I don't want to go to the dentist because uh, it will hurt. Boom, it becomes something much, much worse. And without even knowing what is going on, we are in full-blown panic and we reject completely the idea of going to the dentist. Even more so, doing it. And this leads me to another key factor of what anxiety is. Anxiety is also tied to your rejection. Anxiety is strongly tied to those things that you reject. Anxiety is also, very basically, rejection taken to the extreme. Uh, I don't know what kind of anxiety you might be facing. Maybe it's driving anxiety. Maybe it's needle anxiety. It, it doesn't really matter. But what I want to explain here is to give an example of the things we reject and how much power those things have over us. If you're not afraid of driving, you know that even though it's kind of a challenge, you have even gotten used to it, and you have certain mastery in it, and it's okay for you, because even though it will be easier to just sit back and relax and be at your workplace uh, without having to do anything, it is a sort of an obstacle and challenge that you decide to take on and say, okay, yeah, I will do this. I will drive. Maybe you have driving anxiety and that is a problem. But that's why I mentioned needle anxiety because maybe you don't really fear uh, injections. You go and you uh, get your shots and nothing bad happens in your mind. You know that it's not desirable to have a needle stuck in your buttocks or your arms. But you do it you still do it. Uh, there is not much rejection there. You have to do it, you suck it up, and you just do it. But once again, maybe not. Maybe it is something that you reject so much that it creates anxiety in you. What I am trying to explain with all this is that first, anxiety is intangible. Second, uh, anxiety is a matter of uncontrolled thoughts. Then third, we were not told about this, but we create our own thoughts. Even when we are in panic and when we feel out of control, we are still creating those thoughts. And anxiety comes from fear and those things that we reject. It is always associated with those things that we fear and we reject. And also, lastly, it is all a result of not being taught how to properly think, what to think, what not to think, when to put a stop to our own minds, and what to do with fear, 
If you mix all these elements up, you will know that there is a cure for anxiety. Because instead of talking about anxiety as something that is just a huge monster, that it's uh, some unknown element taking control of our lives and pushing us to fear and so on, uh-uh. it's much simpler than that. Instead, what I propose to you is to start thinking about anxiety in this way and not what the mainstream is telling you. What we need to do, what you actually need to do, if you want to completely uproot your anxiety, is as simple as attacking those basic points. There are many other points that you need to know and become aware of. A lot of techniques and lessons that you need to learn about mindfulness that you can learn in my one-on-one -on -one program. Those lessons will help you completely uproot anxiety and never have to worry about it again. But these basic points that I just gave you are the way out of anxiety. Oh, because one last point. We created anxiety. And this is one of the biggest taboos we can see today in, in mainstream mental health. Don't you dare say that anxiety has anything to do with you. You're a complete victim. And well, yes, you're a victim. I'm not blaming you for anything. But I'm telling you that you can do a lot because you actually unknowingly created your own anxiety, just as I created mine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a matter of understanding that we have power, full power over anxiety and depression. So if we created anxiety, the most obvious thing to do if we want to get rid of it, is to undo it, to work our way back from the point we are right at so that we can be completely free from anxiety. Maybe you have thought about this before. Maybe your anxiety is so bad right now that you just wish, why can't I be like that in the past when I just had no anxiety? I just want to go back to that moment. I just want to undo whatever the hell is going on in my mind and go back to that place where I could have peace of mind and control over my thoughts and emotions. Well, that is exactly what you will accomplish if you take my one-on-one -on -one program. So go to my website and check that out. Because you can have that. You can go back to that mental state of control, stability, and peace of mind. And if you want to do it, you need to start understanding your anxiety in this way under this light, under the light that the Transcendental Mindfulness Therapy sheds on it. And once again, if we created anxiety like this, what should we do? Well, first of all, you must acknowledge that you contribute to anxiety, that in some way or another, you are there being part of anxiety. You must learn then how to handle your fears, what to do with your fears. And that is something very simple that you will learn to do because there's only two possible ways to deal with them. So you learn how to control your fears, learn how to break free from their control. You also need to learn how to think properly and not to allow your mind to roam free without your control. You also learn 
and operate from a completely intangible level. And this is something very frustrating because I am sure you have felt this. It is it it can really throw you into panic when you think that there is nothing that you can do physically. And I am not talking about the things that we just mentioned earlier. I am talking about those moments when you have anxiety or panic and you just you're just reaching out for something out of the thin air in front of you because you're hoping that there is something physical that you can do maybe i don't know maybe i want to drink more water or a certain mineral or maybe it is uh, vitamins that i'm lacking please give me something physical so that i can do it but no it is very frustrating to live in a world where they tell you that there is something physical that you can do but there's actually nothing in the physical realm that you can do well there are some things yes yes indeed there are some things but basically you need to operate from the intangible part of your mind and completely get rid of anxiety in that intangible part of your brain in that intangible part of your mind and if you do this i guarantee you that anxiety will start obeying you and not the other way around but first you need to understand this because you have been lied to and you have been misinformed. Once you install these new paradigms in your mind, once you know this truth, everything changes because it's no longer a matter of waiting for the cure or trying to look for it in a place where it doesn't exist. No. Instead, you understand what you must do and you attack what you must attack. You are no longer thinking about tangible stuff and an escape. In this podcast, you will learn the techniques and lessons in mindfulness that will help you attain control of your anxiety. And it all starts from this fundamental truth. It all starts from this foundation, which is part of the therapy that I created, the Transcendental Mindfulness Therapy. And you know what? this knowledge you can do something about it the wisdom that you have just received it is actionable it's no longer a matter of i don't know maybe my genes are wrong maybe my brain chemistry is messed up well nothing can be done about that at least not safely and with lasting results with the wisdom that i have just imparted you you can do something about it and you have specific tasks if you learn how to do that if you attack those precise points anxiety once again will start obeying you in this podcast you will learn those lessons and techniques and the wisdom that you need to overcome both anxiety and depression but we have to go uh, and take your time with every subject and once again if you really really want to defeat your anxiety in just a matter of weeks go to my website and enroll in my one-on-one -on -one mindfulness program because that is the true way to end your anxiety and the fastest way possible and you can take it from anywhere in the world i can guide you through those steps and more in-depth lessons that we didn't cover here because they are uh, much deeper and that they dependent on your specific case so go ahead and roll into my program uh, either the other programs or my one-on-one -on -one program 
so that you can just get rid of this because it's been enough. Meditate on what you have just listened. And when I say meditate upon this, I mean go over them uh, as many times as you need to fully understand them. And don't buy into the mainstream narrative of anxiety. You have just learned what truly will give you results and help you defeat anxiety. If you have any questions, if you would like to suggest something so that I can talk about it in this podcast, be sure to write to my email. That's george at georgealonso.com. And I want to thank you for listening. I will be uploading episodes regularly every week. And don't forget to share this because there is an awful lot of people who need to get informed on what really works against anxiety. Thank you again for listening, and I will see you in the next one.